Hey, it's Melaine Lee, and you found your way to the Divine Goddess Revolution podcast. This podcast is no ordinary podcast. It is for women looking to thrive, not just survive. It's for women looking to learn how to really unlock and unleash that divine light within so that they can rock their inner goddess on a daily basis. The experts will be featured from all over the world, supporting you in becoming that badass divine goddess that you were born to be. So excited about today's episode. We have the magical Lisa Divine, who is a divine lifestyle coach, the mind behind the modern Magdalene, and a woman with a desire to inspire deep awakening and extraordinary self-love in women around the globe. She offers self-devoting therapies, practices, and rituals to connect her clients to their purpose and to actualize a life of profound spiritual luxury. I am so excited to share her with you, and here we go. Further ado, welcome to the podcast, Lisa. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. I've been looking forward to this all day. Over here, <laughs> lighting my candles, burning my sage, getting all beautiful. You know, I loved having you on my last series, and it was just so much fun being with you. And I just felt, you know, I love following you and just like you know, privately stalking you on Instagram, but like, you're just so <laughs> magical and spiritual. I was like, I can't wait to have her on my podcast because I don't know if like fairies are going to come into my house during our time together they are. or like, I know they I are. can, I know every yeah. time I talk to you that like something, we awesome have, such, is we have such a little, we have such a little vibe together. It's amazing. But that is so funny that you say that because right before I was on, I was kind of just like really putting some meditation into this and what how, what message wants to come out today and what do we want to talk about? And my main intention was that I wanted people to just really just give some time and take like take a little listen to this and really let it absorb because I really feel like there are miracles that are going to break through right after this. This is like mm. we need to just transform and just let this divine kind of message just sink in and really just honor yourself. Give yourself an hour or a half hour or 45 minutes, however long this is, to just let it seep in your soul because it's time for us to be connected to the divine. It's time for us to be living and living out our desires and manifesting our dreams. And we need more people. We need that exponential growth right now. So yes, yeah, there will definitely be fairies. If it was just if it's with me, there will be fairies. <laughs> there'll be fairies, and thank there'll you. be angels, there'll be lots of woo, lots of magic. Well, lots of woo. Awesome. That's how I do it, girl. <laughs> well, I love it. Well, I'd love for you to share with the audience a little bit about who you are and what you do and like how you know, I know this is kind of a couple questions in, in wrapped in one, but like yeah. how you really honor your own divine goddess, however you kind of term that, but like how you do that in your daily life, because I know that's a big, right. your spiritual practice is a big part of your life. So how do you really honor that like divine goddess, Lisa? Yeah. You know, and like, 
what do you actually do out there in this world? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh my know. God. And that's, that's like the most impossible question for me because <laughs> it's interesting. I feel like I do so many different things. And what basically I've come to at this point was just feeling like what my experiences have led me to this place. I've had a really interesting life and a lot of drama. <laughs> mm. and that's how I roll. And I really feel like that is this become my experiences become my greatest teacher. The darkness that I've gone through and, and walked through and stood, you know, firmly in the face of now, like I really, it's been my greatest teacher. So to get to where I am right now, I just want to give you, and I'm going to give you, by the way, we're going to talk today about, I wanted to just talk to people and really get to the meat of it about how to like manifest your divine destiny. So I'll tell you how I got to mine. I'll give you my perspective, but I also want to offer it to people today. What are these four steps you can do right now to tap in and manifest, start creating your divine destiny? So the first thing about me that, that I would just, as a way to explain who I am is I'm really tapped into spirit. I've always been connected. I really am a bridge in between realms. And sometimes I get really frustrated. I feel like I communicate better with spirit than I do with people. (laughs) Like I can't understand what they're thinking. I can't understand the, the unkindness and stuff like that, but I can, I can tap in and I have this beautiful gift to be able to connect with ascended spirit and really have begun to understand, you know, a lot of things that have plagued me for so long. So the first thing that I want to talk about is this perspective that I have because It really came about this last year where I I really came to this full realization that we we live this these fairy tale lives. Like all of us actually have our own story and our beautiful little fairy tale. And people say, well, like that's not logical, like fairy tale, you know, but and it but it is because we do have this beautiful, ethereal, like gorgeous and goddessy part of our life. There's this all this beauty and this light. And then at the same time, we have this, these deep spells of darkness. We have depression spells and, you know, really mm-hmm. huge, enormous self-doubt spells. And there's like evil queens out there. Like if anyone who's been to high school knows there's evil queens. <laughs> then you have like, you know, you, there are poison apples and there are, you're in the woods alone in times of darkness. I mean, our lives really mm. reflect these fairy tales. And if you can look at it, you know, from it, like just to pull yourself out and kind of take a look at it from up above, you'll see that we all really are just living these, these fairy tale lives, you know, that we like really looking at these events that have helped us to grow to get to the light at the end, you know, but always the light wins at the end. Every fairy tale, the light reveals itself. So we might as well just already accept that anyway. (laughs) And start living life knowing that at the end of the day, there's always going to be light. And we flow in and out of each other's fairy tales. So, like, right now, I'm in yours. You know what I mean? And right now, mm-hmm. you're in mine. And, like, right now, there's these two beautiful lead characters coming together and making our own little queendom and kind of offering, you know, this beautiful gift together. So we kind of intertwine. We have lifetimes that we're intertwined and finding people again and everything's just so interwoven but we have that fairy tale feel to it and there's something about that that really that speaks to me so much that helps me pull out in my times of darkness to be able to see 
the light always comes out at the end. And what is it teaching me in this moment? And so tapping into that, like a serial big picture, if you will, sort of abstract version really helps me get through some of the human pain of Mm. what's coming at us. So that's the first thing is I like to give that perspective. And then what no, really I love led this me perspective. to that, yeah, good. I'm so glad because you can get really lost and beautiful in it. Like it can be a beautiful little, mm-hmm. like let yourself wander through some of those thoughts about those times where you had this really deep, painful thing, but you walked through, you know, the woods alone and you did face the dark and how you came out of it. You can see like the, the fairy tale in it. You know what I mean? And, and of yeah. course. Fairies are everywhere in these fairy tales. Like I say, fairies, fairy tales. And, but I just love the analogy. Like I just think it's so, wow. Like I didn't even think about it that way. Like I wasn't even making that analogy to the fairy tales, but it's so profound and so true. And I love what uh, the message that's being delivered for me really is appreciating and embracing not just like the light shiny yummy part of me being Malayne and that goddess but also the darkness too and like walking alone in the woods sometimes and maybe being the evil queen sometimes and like not that it's a bad thing like within it all it's okay yes Mm. you tried it on for a phase you tried on the evil queen and then you became and that's the fun part to get lost in is like just reflecting without judging well, just reflecting mm-hmm. back and going, oh, my God, look at that time where I tried on that phase and that didn't work. And then I like walked out and stepped into this beautiful. I just like blossomed like a rose, you know, after that time. And and, you know, thinking about what is my flavor? What's my fairy tale? Is it a little edgier? Mm-hmm. Like I like to have a little mm-hmm. sexier in there, like put me in a sexy dress in my fairy tale. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> like, I, lo- I love like little girl. I'm like the girly girl version. So like I add all like pretty pink colors in my fairy tale and you know I mean holding crystals and and really like putting oils on you and doing self-care and things like that which we'll talk about the ways to tap into your fairy tale so I kind of immerse myself in this idea and you can see I spend quite a bit of time on my version of my fairy tale but it is really important to me because it has been the thing that has that has really pulled me through some stuff that would take me down quick, it got me right out of it. No, 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 no. Like, I'm not going down Mm. with this. I don't do darkness that way anymore. It doesn't need to teach me to go into this big thing for, you know, months and lose my way. Like, keep my eye on the light and walk forward. You have this kind Mm -hmm. of attitude. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so so what happened was... No, I was going to say, I think it's so powerful, Lisa, that, you know, keeping your eye on the light and also knowing that there might be moments of darkness, but it doesn't mean you have yes. to stay there and it's never too yeah. late to get out of there. And there's always a way out of that, that darkness. And it's exactly. Not and, of it. and exactly. I've gotten to the point now, Melaine, where I've been saying, it's like, if something comes and it's really heavy, it's really murky and it feels dark and like suffocating. I can turn to my husband and say, oh, my God, I cannot wait to see what comes out of this because it's going to be huge. <laughs> if, it, if, this me, if this thing is thinking me this low, I can't wait to see what happens when I ride out of it. Yeah. And so you almost look forward to darkness like in a weird way. You start to kind of embrace darkness because you're like you become confident. Now, the reason I got to this stage of looking at this is that I got, I've always been a spiritual girl. I've always been 
really connected, always learning and immersing myself in, in different studies and mystical, lots and lots of mysticism. It's always just been a part of my life. And I got to this like point for the last two years that just, it went on like high speed, you know, like my life went on like, like this big, huge, beautiful tornado. That was the most uncomfortable time of my life, most painful time, but also the time that just pushed me right into like, I just, it was the most miraculous time of my life is the way to explain it. Mm. And basically what happened Mm. was my son was, who is eight years old, was born with something called bilateral microtia. So both of his ears in the womb did not form. He has actually had no physical ears and no eardrums, no like canal or opening or anything like that on either side of his head. So we went through this crazy period to make a very long story short of um, having him ears reconstructed on there and these big surgeries and also had these eardrums put in that now he has restored his hearing and has ears on his head, like beautiful Mm. ears. So the problem was that the insurance didn't cover it and it was over six figures and I had to go through this crazy fundraising and this like this time of having to ask for money and having to, you know, all the things that you're just like, you just, that I pushed away from, you go through those moments where you have to do all the things that you just resist doing all the time. And I had to go through this, this whole, really this phase of strength and being a mother and being strong with my husband. And we went through three surgeries over the year, miraculously transformed, you know, pulled together everything. It was like when we didn't have 33,000, it would be like I would be on my knees praying. And like the next day, somebody, this nonprofit would call and do a, an event for us and make like 33,000 exactly. Stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, mm, like the yeah, craziest, yeah. most simple. It was like the universe was handing, or was handing out these little crumbs and I just walked. It was like the easiest path, but I just followed it. And had to do difficult things along the way. And it ended up happening that my last, the last surgery was June 20th of last year. By July 20th, we were moved all the way to LA and, you know, we were pulled here, you know, miraculously again. And all of a sudden, the spirits that I had been seeing for about nine years that I've always visually seen these little spirits or what I thought were spirits in the air and they were just visual, but now, you know, it started as I, as soon as we moved here in the city of angels, which is ironic, that they started introducing <laughs> themselves as angels to me. And I started mm. having the weirdest and craziest experience. And so it really was, well, I was in fairy tale mode to the max. And so I really realized that I need to bring this forth. I need to explain to people how I see the world because it has brought me out to the other side and I want to be able to implement this and help people to implement this really easily in their life and be able to live their divine destiny. And Which so, I think is so beautiful. And I think you're going to share with us you. the steps of how you did it, aren't you? Yeah. Okay. So this is kind of, I was trying awesome. to really, you know, reflect and figure like, well, what is it? You know, what, what really is the four ways that kind of, the four paths that sort of led to the ultimate Realization. So the first one is that the four steps in manifesting your divine destiny. Number one is you need to wake up from whatever spell you're under. <laughs> mm. So you need to have that come to Jesus moment. It's just completely imperative that you have that come to Jesus moment, that like perception shift, you know, taking on this like ascended perspective, how like seeing your life from an angel's point of view, pulling yourself up and yeah. seeing that, that big picture 
realizing I'm not a victim. I've just been a little bit lost, but you know, and making that declaration, I am ready to stop abusing myself. I am ready to like raise the white flag of surrender on this like internal fight that we have with ourselves. You know what I mean? Enough is enough. Mm. Who am I beyond this judgment? You know, what do I actually desire? And really get to that, have that wake up. So, you know, for people, I ask them just to sort of take a look at what they've been under. Have they been under like this? You know, just being aware of what is, what is it? Have you been under self-doubt? Have you been under depression, a, you know, lethargy, a whatever it is, just waking up. And that's 90% of the battle, honestly, is just waking up and seeing, okay, things aren't perfect, but I have to take myself out. I mean, I've got to take responsibility for what I'm believing here. What am I, what's really happening here? You know, let me just Mm. make the declaration, wake up and make the declaration that I'm ready to tap into my desire, I'm ready to tap into my future, and I'm ready to make some stuff happen here. So number two, and that's, by the way, I just want to say about that one is that that is such a, so much bigger than other people, I think, really realize because people really love to hold on to their justifications of why it's not working for them, but really they're scared. Yeah. Really, they feel like they don't have control. Really, they're scared they're going to lose their partner or they're going to F up in front of millions of people or whatever it is. And we have really clever ways, but it takes a serious declaration to just say, I'm done. Even if it's been like my, oh, my holding on, whatever I'm resisting, I need to let it go. I need to wake up right now. Okay. Yeah. So number two is that you need to create sacred spaces wherever you are. I cannot even talk about this enough. This, I would need like three more days. To really get into this, <laughs> but, but like this entire last year, I was completely surrounded. I, I have a divine den in my bedroom, this enormous space that's just complete with like crystals and altars and, and dried roses and, and my little champagne box that's like, or, um, you know, there's like a champagne box that's filled with all like tarot cards and angel cards and goddess cards and sheepskin rugs and everything I find beautiful putting them or things like that around your house that you can connect with constantly, you know, using, making these little spaces where you can sit, putting on songs that, you know, are from that you love from your childhood or songs that inspire you or make you feel sexy and beautiful or make you cry, make you feel hopeful, little spaces all over, baptize yourself in the shower, writing in your journal, meditating, praying, visualizing, breathing. It's not one thing. It's just what makes you tune into that fairy tale? What kind of things excite you? What colors do you love? And start creating that around visually in your house. I love this. And I think it's so powerful. Your space is so, it's so important. I literally actually just this past week got rid of Everything in my house that I felt was like had toxic energy to it. And like, I didn't realize so many things that had this energy to it, whether it's, you know, stuff that had from an old relationship or stuff that has a lot of chemicals in it that I didn't realize it and just adding more life. Like I have more plants, salt lamps, essential oils blasting everywhere. So I think this is so important. And it's, and it's just little, little teeny tweaks. That can change your whole life. Exactly. It really, it makes such an enormous difference. And I now just get completely carried away. But this is where I realized that this, these spaces that I have all over my house, this music, these headphones that I have on, 
you know, during the day listening to these songs that sound like angels to me, that's what connects me actually and opens me up to like self-love and forgiving myself and myself. So all my inner children get to come out when I have these spaces or these songs that remind me of like being a little ballerina girl or being, you know, in love for the first time or whatever it is. I need to create sacred spaces so I can connect with my past life presences. I can help them to heal and I can connect with my inner children. So I'm not berating myself, but I'm actually fostering to them and giving them love as well. So I suggest for all of you, especially all your mommies, keep your real children out of your little divine dish. Keep your inner children inside them. Give yourself some little time just to, you know, all over the home just to connect. That's what it basically comes down to is that you're going to need to have this focus and really just keep this intention to connect into your divine destiny. And you need to foster that with the space that you have around you, the sanctuary that you build yourself. Mm, That's what happens. You do the external sanctuary and the internal one starts to build. So number three, then after you do that and you're purging, just like you mentioned, the purging is so imperative as well. Getting rid of things, you know, stop holding on to things because you're, you're being scarce that you don't have enough money to buy something. Get rid of it. If it doesn't feel good, let it go. So number three is honor synchronicity and the sign. So you got to get a little bit mystical with this one, which is no trouble for me, but I think for some people, they have a hard time trusting their intuition or they talk themselves out of them and they think that, oh, that was just a coincidence. But if I can promise you one thing and if you can hear one thing from me today, that that one thing that will sink in, it would be divine spirit is speaking to you all of the time. And it literally Mm. is just about if you will open your eyes and open your ears to find it. And they will just keep flooding you with more and more and more. The more you show that you are committed to this, the more that you open up these eyes and you look at, you know, this little feather that just showed up right after you cry or this little little song that came on the radio the second you were thinking about somebody, you know, well, all of them and we all have them all of the time. That is your spirit tribe talking to you and they want nothing more than to keep connecting. And the more, you know, that you exercise that muscle of intuition, the more you will be able to connect you know, with them. One of the ways to do that is to start thinking about what do you desire? What do you desire? Just with no strings attached. Don't give me a justification why, but what do you desire? And think about Mm. that a lot because your desire is actually your strongest form of intuition. Mm. That's really your best way to connect into your intuition is what do I desire? Because you'll never desire something that you were not intended to have. So let yourself immerse yourself in that thinking because that desire, because it is supposed to be for you. If you desire it, it is intended to be for you. So tap into that a lot more. And then I want to, was there anything else I wanted to say on that? You know, it's really basically about developing that connection with spirit guides and angels and whoever it is for you around. You might not, you might not even have any idea who it is and you don't need to just be open to the introduction because they will find clever ways of coming in and speaking to you. They will reassure that they are there. You just have to start asking them and, and really being open to it. So mm, I love this. I think that, that the more yeah. you like, the more you like honor the messages or acknowledge the synchronicities or acknowledge the presence or just, you know, acknowledging the more we acknowledge our intuition or the messages we're yeah. receiving, the more they show up, the more they show up yeah. and the easier it yeah. gets at, 
hearing them because it gets louder the more you flex that muscle. Loud. Yeah. And it gets, yeah. it starts to get so loud that you start to shed the beliefs that you, for, you know, the reasons that you think you shouldn't want that or you shouldn't have that or, you know, all the stuff that around it starts to shed. And then that true desire is just lit up like a star right in front of you at the point where you can basically just grab it. And that's why number four is, you know, <laughs> visual, visualize your desired feeling. So the problem is at this point is that when people start to do that number three, where they start to honor synchronicity and signs and they start to really make that commitment and they're like, I did this yoga thing 20 days in a row and it didn't show up or whatever. So the problem is, is that, and this is my biggest issue, is that it's the patience that we have. We have to wait for a moment for, you know, our internal starting to shift so quickly and transform so quickly and rapidly. We can't stand that delay for the external to manifest. And so we start mm. to like sabotage or, or get start to doubt it before it materialize in the physical. We start to doubt that it's going to happen. We're like, oh, it must have been a sham that all that was happening. And we lose our faith. You know what I mean? Right before it's about mm. to occur, right where about our fingers are about to grab it. It's just pure space right there. We're about to grab that desire. And it just has that one little delay, that physical delay. And, and we push it away. So I teach people to visualize your desired feelings. That's number four. They're thinking about what they desire, which is fine. But it's really more about like one of the practices that I think is a little bit more effective is think about, you know, closing your eyes for a moment, even just right now, slowing things down, slow down your breathing, right? And then think again about what the things that you want to desire or pick a few of them if you have too many, you know, that pop up. Just kind of thinking about some of the things that you want to, that you want to manifest, that you're really desiring. And then I want you to think about what it feels like to have those things. Like, what does it feel like? Does it make you feel secure? Do you want to have that because it makes you feel beautiful? Do you want to have that because it provides you a resource to give to other people? Do you want to have this desire because it would expose you and show your gifts to everybody? You would get acknowledgement, you know? Think about the feeling of what this desire would bring you. And then I want you to just visualize, keep the visualization going, but visualize yourself just feeling that way and then drop the desire. Let it kind of just float away and just hold on to feeling that feeling of having all of those desires. So that keeps you in the vibration of the desire actually being right in front of you at this moment and having it is because you're already feeling it. You're already pulling it in. And so what happens is other people, when they get to the point where they lost their faith, it didn't happen fast enough. What they do is they start to stress out and they're like, it didn't happen. And then they start visualizing, you know, well, I'm just going to like lose all my money. And what if I lose my house and then I lost my job and then I would be so screwed and so then they're visualizing the negative and then it pulls them backwards back into that space again where it takes a little bit longer. So to instantly help, you know, to, to push that process through for your desires to start manifesting quicker, you need to be patient when that material, you know, physical um, materialization hasn't happened yet. Do not lose your faith. Start visualizing yourself feeling like you already have it. What do you feel like? when you have your desires. And that, I promise you, will start to pull things in. You'll see things even today. If you started this right now, you would start to see things by the end of the day that were showing you that, you know, you're very quickly 
changing a pattern here. Mm. This is so powerful. You know, it's so funny because I literally the other night had a conversation with a client of mine whom, you know, she has six, she's an amazing healer and she has six women in her group right now. And she really desires 10. And she started to justify Nah, I don't need 10, actually. I never really wanted 10. And the next thing you know, it's like, yep. no, 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 that, that wasn't even my goal. I'm like, what are you talking right. about my desire? I'm like, what are you talking about? 10 was always your desire. You, you visualized, you saw it. I said, did you stop visualizing? She's like, uh. And I just yep. said to her, drop into feeling it. What does it feel like to be celebrating yes. these women that get to have this yes. transformation and really yes. seeing it and feeling it? And so just last night, like, I literally, it was just last night that I had the convo with her. And within hours, two women had reached out to her to want to talk about being in the program. I know. That is exactly the way it goes. And then you have to like start, you have to start like your stories with the people. You have to start saying like, okay, I promise you I'm sober and I promise you I'm sane. But like, because the messages start to get so loud and beautiful and like, it feels like you're lying. (laughs) It starts to happen that that quick. Two people in your group, you know, four people. But there was this quote by, it was Abraham, I think, who said this or gave this analogy, which I thought was so beautiful to offer is, you know, when you're getting in the car and you're driving to work, you don't just drive halfway there and start turning around just like, I can't do it. I'm never going to make it there. It's just, no, it's like, it's going to be too long in the car. What could happen or blah, blah, blah. No, you drive to work and you know that sometimes it's going to take you a little bit long. Sometimes there is going to be traffic. Sometimes there is going to be something. But you do what you do until you get there. You put on your music. You, you know, talk to yourself. You just sit and zone out or whatever, whatever you do. The point is, you know, when you're going there, that you're going to get there. You know already that you're going to get there. And so you just sit with the process. And so this is kind of the same thing. It's like, stop giving up halfway because you doubt yourself or you doubted that the signs were real. They're real. Just trust in that. They're real. They'll start to get louder and louder. And the second that you start that that doubting or the second when you want to start talking yourself out of it, that is the most imperative time. That means that desire is so close to you. That means hold on, hold on mm. and close your eyes mm. and breathe through it. And you will, you know, that visualize, you know, exactly like you did with your client. What does it feel like to even celebrate already having that feeling of I arrived? Does it you know, and it's already yeah. have. It's we just do. Like, we have. Yes, we have. Yeah, yeah we like have. these desires aren't like gifted to us by spirit to like tease us or taunt us. They're actually meant to be right. lived out. And it's us that, you know, yes. plague, plague our own selves with these doubt, worries and fears that then just stop the rhythm and the flow of what's already, it's already coming to us. It's just, it's already holding, there. Yeah. Yeah, I think that, like I think that what we feel is, I feel like what most of us suffer from, I, I can say I definitely did was not really feeling worthy of such enormous desires. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, yeah. and not, not feeling, but then at the end of the day, you know, when I look at it, I'm like, every single one of my desires is to spread this message of love. And I don't know if I can say the F word, but it feels like <laughs> totally. <laughs> here, but like, that is so fucking important to realize is that every single thing I'm desiring, how could I have guilt about desiring something which is really stemming from me wanting to reach millions of people or more 
you know, about a message of love and loving yourself and finding yourself and reuniting your inner children back to you and reuniting your standing in this big, bright, blazing boldness and wholeness. Like, why would that, why would I ever feel good about that? That's coming from me. That's not coming from spirit. And so you realize with these little, you know, these little practices, you really realize how much we are our own biggest competitor and we have to stop. We've got to surrender and be like, I'm worth it to, to see myself in a different way. And, mm, totally. and, and then the more you honor that, you know, this of all people, girl, mm-hmm. you know, the more you surround yourself with beautiful things and things that tap you into your divine femininity and your grace and your beauty and, and your child, childlike, you know, playfulness, like the things that tap you into that stuff, you can, you keep surrounding yourself and giving yourself those little gifts of having those things and delighting yourself and exciting yourself. The more you stand every day in this divine, you know, queendom. I mean, I, I so often, again, just feel like I'm in this fairy tale of like stroking my children's hair when they're reading a book and kissing my husband on the cheek. The littlest things just feel so divine, you know, of, of like I'm giving to myself, I'm giving to others, I'm fueling myself so I can give to the world. It's all part of love. And everybody has yeah. such an important purpose. And we really need people to tap into that, yeah. you know, and end this plague. So end this plague. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Lisa, I just love you. I love your energy. I love your perspective and really the fairy tale spin that you give on life. You know, it's just life really Aww. is so magical, but I think we forget sometimes, you know, and it's like, we do. it's like we wake up and remember, and then we fall asleep and then we wake up and remember exactly. and we fall asleep. So let this be your wake exactly. up call again, guys. <laughs> yes. Let this be the wake up call, you know, get like snap out of the spell, whatever one you're mm. under and really, you know, is this the time? And I think a lot of people listening will know, like they have that big, big deep sigh. That's like, Oh, all right. Enough is enough. My body's tired. My mind is tired. It takes a lot to think negatively about myself. Let's just go another way. Let's take another trail through the woods where there's like a sisterhood and there's a, you know, and there's a spirit Mm. tribe and where I know that, you know, God wants me to have everything in abundance. Mm -hmm. You know, and thank you for such a beautiful compliments i appreciate it thank you so much for saying you're welcome you're welcome and so so if the audience wants to connect with you miss lisa where can they find you my website is www.themodernmagdalene.com so it's the t-h-e-m-o-d-e-r-n and then m-a-g-d-a-l-e-n-e and then I'm also, I, I'm kind of a, um, Instagram girl these days at the mm-hmm. modern Magdalene again, pretty easy. And so, yeah, those are kind of the two spots and would love to connect with people on here. And when you jump onto my website, there is on the homepage right now a, a chance to join my mailing list and then get a, a 20 minute consultation with me. So I'd love to be able to connect with you and talk to you about what it is going on in your life and, and how we can break through some of the struggle and, and come out into the light and see if there's a way that I can help you along that journey. Yeah. And I totally encourage you guys to reach out to her, connect with Lisa, take advantage of that offering. And again, Lisa, thank you so much for just sharing your wisdom and your insight and some 
magical steps that can really help so many other goddesses out there to thrive. I really appreciate it. Thank you, goddess gal. Absolutely. Anytime. We'll do, we'll be talking again. (laughs) We will totally be talking again. (laughs) Until next time. Until next time. This is just bye for now, not bye for forever. (laughs) Exactly. All right. And love to you all. Yes. And love to everyone out there listening. Until next time, have a magical day. Bye for now. So I hope you enjoyed that episode with Lisa Devine. She's amazing. She's such a spiritual girl, woman, goddess that I adore and love. And you can just feel her energy and the crazy downloads that she just gets. When I'm talking to her, it's like, you know, she's so, so, so connected and that she's just got so many ideas to share. So take advantage of her free offering. And for all of you still interested in traveling or exploring the wonders of what it is to be a goddess really traveling around the world, hit me up. I have a couple retreats, a couple spots left to Santorini, Greece, Ubud, Bali, and the magical Queenstown, New Zealand. So email me, melaine at melanelee.com and I'll take care of you. Bye for now.